Sit on tables. You raise me up so I don't have more lyrics. Yeah! Guys, welcome back to Full Circus. My name is Tristan Sartors. I'm so happy to have you guys here with me today. And uh, you know that little thing I did there is called the falsetto bailout protocol, okay? And uh Sometimes I just get lost in my songs or sentences even. And I just kind of got to raise it up real high so I can shred among the clouds, break it, crush it, then I let that thing fly. And, uh, and that's just kind of how I like to live my life because I get lost so often. If you go up there and you really just take it apart, man, and you just crush, it's like the grand finale in fireworks, man. Doesn't matter what preceded, what came before, as long as you nail that falsetto, as long your voice get a top real high then it just doesn't matter and that's how I like to live my life because you know things are kind of gonna be wavy right you're gonna stumble you're gonna fall but if you crush it man you crush with a grand finale nobody remembers a thing right so at the end of this podcast if I'm not feeling too great about it I'll just raise it up real smooth and you guys are like wow I'm just left with a lot of you know euphoria dopamine chemicals hormones things that make me feel great and all I'll remember is the smile that he left on my face and that's what falsetto does for you man and that's what it does for me it's kind of just like shredding on a guitar you know And what happens after someone shreds on a guitar? Class, anybody, if you're in the middle of a concert and someone lays the juiciest, tastiest riffs ever, what happens? Thunderous applause, guys. You hold and wait for praise to rain upon you, guys. So that's what I'm trying to do in my life with songs and sentences and also with arguments, guys. It's, it's helped me a lot with my arguments because... You know, I'll be honest, my debating, my points laying out, you know, my bullets in conversation to really lay forth my, my point of view and my stance is not the best, okay? Sometimes I fall flat, a lot, I, I, all the time. I fall flat on my face. And um, it's hard for me to really win these arguments. I'm like, what about this and this? Oh, okay, that's a good point. Uh, what, I, I, okay, okay. Um, and I lose them all the time. But with arguments, dude, I'll just stumble and crap myself through this whole conversation and like, oh, yeah, but hold on. It doesn't matter what I just said or what you said about the thing that I mentioned because my voice is higher than yours. Yeah! And I moonwalk away, guys, because there's no coming back from that. I go, woo And like, well, guess he won. Guess there's no even debating that whole thing he just did, the spectacle. Because all you can do is go, wow, wow. And so I'm really trying to incorporate that more into my life because I've lost so many arguments, guys. And um, especially with, like, smokers, dude. Have you ever tried to win an argument with someone who smokes? Not easy, dude. I have a, a few family members that do smoke, and my brother specifically, man, will get into it, and we're debating going back and forth points, and mine are just really not, you know, doing that great. But sometimes I feel like I am holding my ground, and, and even if you do, and you're like, this is the greatest point, good luck trying to argue this. <sighs> Serve, smack it his way, and I'm like, 
bring it, man. What do you got? He'll look at me, man. And a smoker, dude, they'll look at you and they'll just wait. And you're like, <laughs> come on. And a freaking... And you're like, okay, great. Now we got to wait for this. He's smoking in the middle of the conversation. We're just waiting, waiting, waiting. He's just puffing. And they should really put like whole music in the middle of his puff. Just because you're just sitting there waiting. And like the suspense is killing you. I'm like, what's okay? Well, maybe, maybe he does have a few points. And his brain is like getting bigger. His head swelling up. And the brainstorming, the cerebral hurricane things that are happening, the neurons that are firing. I don't even know what I'm talking about. But I'm like, oh, what's going to happen? He just, it's so subtle and so smooth. Just. Let me tell you why you're wrong. And you're like, oh, jeez. And I, I don't even know how to debate that. But so that's why I'm trying to incorporate some falsetto because it's hard. It's hard to win that argument. Yeah, that's not how I remember it. And you're like, oh, jeez. Especially you take that long. I'm on the edge of my seat. And you're like, okay, I, I, got, I can't wait. Like, I don't even want to talk to you about this. I feel like I don't even want to hear your points. I'm winning this argument. But I, 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 I'm, I got to know what you're about to say, man. It's just... So it's impossible to win an argument with a smoker, guys. But that's where the falsetto is going to come in. So I'm going to say, hey, it doesn't matter how long you've been sucking on that thing. Because my voice is better than yours. And the smoker's not going to falsetto. You know, so you got that battle 10 times out of 10. And, you know, so if you guys are really struggling with that, like me, I encourage you to uh, try that out for yourselves. But anyways, um, what else is going on in the world? With you guys, I know you can't really answer it back. This is more of just a courtesy thing to have you guys emotionally invested in me. So now I'll tell you what's happening on my end. Uh, so work, man, work has been interesting. And it hasn't been interesting per se for actual interesting reasons, but more so because it hasn't been interesting at all. <laughs> Can I say that word anymore? That's quite interesting. Um, so basically, as background artists, right? We are hired on for a very specific number of dates throughout the course of production. That's all well and good. I'm like, you know what? I'm ready. I'm cool. I'm prepared. And for whatever reason, things have recently changed, right? That that worked for a while, but because of the varying factors of things that go into the process that we call a movie, um, things above my pay grade, I'm not too on the totem pole. Uh, yeah, so things have changed, and I'm not really being used at all. Don't know why, and honestly, it doesn't really matter to me because I'm still getting paid. And they keep bringing me on. I have no idea if they're wasting so much money on me, but they call me freaking every morning. Hey, Tristan, we're going to need you here at this time, this place. Can you bring that? Be prepared. Love it, kids. See ya. Bye. I'm like, all right, I'll be there. And I just sit around and holding on my phone, texting people, what are you doing? You working? <laughs> What's that like? And I just sit around, dude, just eating snacks up because also never found my $5. I'm like, this is where I make my money back. Yeah, I'm just going to do some collateral here. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm just kind of hanging around and I really don't know why they keep bringing me back. They're wasting a ton, dude, especially again, if you factor in my snack consumption, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm a hefty price, okay, to keep me around. So it must be my, my presence, my elegance, I mean, it's just the way they see me leaning in the hallway, like, you know what, bring that guy back. That's just, he brings a certain vibe to the place that, you know, we just can't afford to not have. Um, so it's all well and good, you know, there are, there are worse gigs to have than just sit around playing Angry Birds and eating Oreos, right? So I'm having a good time. Um, the only issue with that, however, is that I don't have a ton of fun stories for you from set to share, especially because I'm spending so much of my time there 
that if I don't have a ton to bring back and share here, um, that's really what's most important for me is to have these good stories. And, you know, I, I have a couple. I don't know if they're really interesting per se. Um, it was more so just something that made me laugh at the moment. It was one of those joy bank, right? A happy deposit for my laughter withdrawals. Um, so what happened was, so on a movie set, right, it's, it's very COVID conscious, right? Masks all the time, 24-7, except for while you're filming, masks off. They call cut, mask off. Um, so that's kind of how we, we follow it and we deal. And we were sitting in these rows, right, of, of audience people. We're just kind of just waiting. And and they call cut. I put my mask back on. Bang. And uh, I look at this guy. He's like, right kind of next to me and he's like hey has anyone seen my mask I'm like no I, I don't know what it is like it kind of looks like this like I know I know what it looks like we're all wearing the same one and uh so he's just kind of really confused trying to figure out where his mask and he looks he sits down he's like really defeated he's just like oh I don't know where I put my mask I was like, it's no problem you can get a new one he's like yeah it's just I like that one I, I was really trying to find my mask and I'm, I'm still standing up I'm looking down at him and he's like man just I, I I don't know where it went and and at that moment this lady that's sitting in front of him stands up and he looks down, dude. And I'm still like looking. I was like, yeah, it'll turn up soon. And I see his eyes go, oh, they bug. And then they go sad. And he's like, oh, no. And there was his mask that some lady had been sitting on for the past 25 minutes. And it's just crumpled and sweaty and gross and disgusting. Because he, he says, he goes, I found it. And he looked so sad, and I didn't mean to laugh at his painting, but I had to walk away in turn because it was that funny to me that, again, you can get an extra mask at any point. There's thousands of them. Um, but he was so <laughs> focused on this, and that's where the mask showed. He's like, I found it. And he just, it was just so sad. I felt so bad, but also it was just like a funny, a funny moment for me. So that's where I find my joy, right? I'm not really doing anything productive, but when I watch someone else's day get ruined, that's no, I'm joking. But when I, when I see those kind of like just unfortunate circumstances, they're little. It's it's not hurting anyone, but it was just funny to witness. Um, so I thought that was funny for me, and I'm always gonna rely on that little, that little piece in my joy bank because that will never not make me smile. Um. The other thing that happened was kind of interesting was that, so we were going to lunch, right? And everyone kind of shows up in their costumes, uniforms, and, and whatever else that may entail. And uh, so I see this guy who is in this whole freaking police chief uniform, and he's carrying himself very strongly. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, oh, wow, these, it must be because they know they have security and police officers and stuff on set. You know, it's all well and good. It's like, wow, we're going to eat lunch next to this guy. I'm going to sit next to him. We'll converse a little bit, but I will be very respectful and polite. Sit up straight, you know, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, and, you know, polite and respectful and honorable and all the things that my dad taught me to be. So I, I go through this whole thing with perfect manners, man talk to this guy for a while and he leans over he's like so y'all staying out of trouble I'm like yes sir you know not messing around at all just taking this thing very very serious and doing what needs to be done and he's like all right so no one's doing any of the weed right i'm like no sir no i don't i don't know where that is that's not me not doing any weed sir and he's like all right well if anyone does see any weed just pass it my way so i can get a little hit i was like huh he's like yeah but this whole get up is all fake man but if you guys see some weed or something let me know i'm like uh-huh. So immediately I slouch again, like, whatever, take, get off this. I stop calling him sir. I'm like, all right, you're just a normal guy. So I was sitting there for who knows how long being so nice and putting this guy up on a pedestal. And apparently it was just some stoner guy in a costume. Um, so that was, that was what happened at lunch. And, and that was really all the stories I have from set thus far. Um, but what else is going? Oh, so that just didn't record at all then. That's, 
<laughs> Fantastic. Um, anyways, what I was saying before I was so rudely interrupted by technology was that I've got a health update for you. That's right, guys, I'm back at it again with the health updates, and I know you're sitting there kicking, screaming, punching the air, saying, again, he keeps coming on here every single time, time after time, saying he's going to turn the corner, be a better person, but he has yet to prove he is anything more than a slob. Guys, just give me a chance, hear me out, because this time I mean it, I swear it, I have figured it out. That's right, guys, I am officially back on the health wagon. I have turned the corner. I am on the straight and narrow after week after week of lackluster display of discipline. I have figured it out. So let's give it up for me, huh? Let's give it up for me and Tristan's health consciousness. Yeah, dude. So I'm just really proud of myself. Honestly, I'm I'm looking good. I'm feeling good. It's just one of those things that when you really finally figured it out, it's just everything just clicks and it's an amazing feeling, let me tell you. Um, however, I will say that the biggest factor for me kickstarting myself in this direction was that I ran out of money um, I, you know, go for broke. I, I went for broke, dude. I couldn't, I couldn't afford my gluttonous behavior anymore. And I was like, mom, you know, I got gas and, and these snacks. I only have $8 in my bank account. And, and she laughed and that was hurtful. But yeah, I, I literally just freaking, I, I ate my bank account dry. Um, so yeah, that was the biggest kick in the pants I needed, but you know what? It worked out for me and we are back already many days successfully on this freaking new path. And I'm feeling good guys. And, uh, you know, it's just, it becomes one of those things. And this is what kind of what I wanted to talk about with interesting thoughts. Um, and if you haven't been here before, I know I've kind of missed the last couple of episodes with interesting thoughts. But interesting thoughts, right, are more than just interesting thoughts. These are in Tristan's thoughts. These are the things that I'm kind of dwelling on throughout the week, just kind of scrambling around in my noggin. I just want to share that with you today. So skip the details and the plots. These are some of my interesting thoughts. It's kind of heavy metal there at the end. But anyways, yeah, so what I've been thinking about is what's so hard for me is when I'm trying to get back into these things or, or make a new good habit in my life is I try to do everything perfect, right? It's, you got to go hard, man. Go hard. That's what it is. And and that's kind of how life is for all these things. You got to go hard, play hard, work hard. And uh, I I get kind of overwhelmed with that, right? It's the easy way, the hard way. You got to go big, go home, got to do these things. And and I just kind of came to the conclusion that I, I don't want to go hard with these things all the time. So what's really been successful for me, because I, I do have money in my account now, and I'm still continuing on this righteous path, um, <laughs> is that I'm not going hard. I'm going medium, guys. It is okay. It's completely okay to just strive for medium. The average baseline, don't try and scratch the surface. Like, whoa, you're bottom there. You haven't scratched the surface. Don't even try to scratch the surface. Just be on the surface, the baseline, the middle, the freaking median, whatever it may be. Don't try and be the best. Do not strive for greatness. Strive for the middle of the road. And that's okay. And it works. Is my diet the best? No. Is my workout plan the best? No. Is everything perfect? No. But am I kind of in the middle of, you know, average of like strive for mediocrity is what I'm saying. And it works guys. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't aim too high, you know, just aim a little low and, and it works out. So yeah, you know, don't freaking shoot for the stars guys. Just like shoot for, you know, something that's like not too far away. And you know, that, in, you know, just shoot, just, just shoot guys, just shoot it all and you'll be okay. That's basically what the moral of the story is here. And, and I've been having a lot of success with it right now. So yeah, guys, um, just go medium. <laughs> uh, what else is going on? Oh, dude, I went airsofting this past weekend, right, man? Look at the new shirt. Looking good, feeling good. Mostly due to my diet. But anyways, I went airsofting this past weekend with some people from set. And if you don't know what airsoft is, 
It's basically where you get a group of people that want to simulate war and combat as real and as painful as possible. No, okay, it's just these little you know, plastic BBs. And I had an airsoft gun when I was a kid, right? We had battles and wars freaking in the backyard all the time. I was like, how bad could it be? You know, it sounds like a good bonding experience with these people. I was genuinely excited. So I, I show up there. I'm like, yeah, this is going to be cool. And, and I, I walk in there to buy my little bracelet. And uh, the guy's like, all right, it's going to be a little bit extra today because it's, it's SWAT team day. I'm like, SWAT team is like, oh, okay, so we're doing like a little donation to the SWAT fund. That's all well and good. Love the SWAT team. I support the cuts. He's like, no, actually, they're going to be playing with you guys today. I was like, play? <laughs> what do you mean? Freaking play? Play the guy with me? I don't even know what I'm doing. So these guys, SWAT team, the freaking trucks, giant tanks rolling, guys decked in camo to the nines. They look like they're ready for war. I'm like, <laughs> this is not the ideal situation for an amateur. I came here for a nice leisurely day of high velocity plastic exchanges. Um, so I was not ready for SEAL Team 6 to come just strolling through the door on me like that. Um, so yeah, I was, I was still excited, but a little nervous. They told me to wear like some extra layers of fabric because it's like they kind of sting a bit. I was like, you know, it'll be fine. You know, I'd rather just not overheat. So I wore my thinnest hoodie with uh, nothing underneath it because I won't really have, you know, good agility and whatnot. And first game in, we roll onto the field like, all right, this is exciting. How do you shoot the? Okay, there we go. That looks pretty good. That's a bit stronger than I thought, but all right. So we roll into this there. I'm like, oh, this is exciting. We're really, it's quiet. There's shots. Things are going on. I peek around the corner. Blazer to pieces, man. Just shoots me head to toe, man. So I'm I'm like, what is these things? Ha, ha, this is mark a streak down my chest. Like, that That was horrible. That was so painful, man. And uh, they say it's honor-based, right? Because you can't see if a paintball, is, like, splats on you. It's like, okay, got to say hit. I'm out. Um, so it is honor-based in that sense where I was honoring the fact that I had been hit. They were not honoring the fact that I was out. So I'm like, hey, guys, hit, hit. And the SWAT team's like, no, you're not. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. I'm getting shot from, like, in all directions in the middle. I'm like, ah, ah. And they're just still lasering me. I don't know if my scream, it was like a freaking predator and the prey, like, oh, there's a sound. Get more. I'm like, what is going on right now? So they had no reason. Everything was shot, just riddled my body, freaking holes and bruises and welts. Like, what is going on? Freaking tic-tac-toe, dude. I got to freaking connect the dots on my whole body. Um, So I was not enjoying it at all. And I was trying my best to stay strong for my team. I was like, these SWAT guys are a little good, right? I'll admit it. But I think we could figure this out. So I'm I'm trying all of my advantages I can do. I they have, You have this little band on your arms to tell you what team you're on. So I kind of rotated inward so you can't really see the lights. Like, okay, so maybe the blue team, I was on the red team. Maybe the blue team will think I'm one of them because my light is on the inside. I give myself a little advantage, you know, a little cheat move. And uh, that didn't work because I started getting shot by my own team as well. Um, so I was getting shot from both sides. Like, ah, bad idea. I'm red. I'm red, guys. I'm red. Red team. Oh, man down. Man down. I was not, it was really, really poor planning on my part. Um, and that's what I get for trying to freaking cheat the system. And yeah, so it was it was pretty rough. I won't I won't lie. And there was kids there too. There was little kids, and I I wanted to follow them because I like I want to be here. I want to protect these little guys. Like, hey, you want to go this way? And he's got all this gear and little flashlight. He's kind of decked out as well. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'll go with you, buddy. We'll take care of him. Good for you. And um, so I'm following this kid. And we're going through these little quarters. Like, there's like eight people in there. Okay, and we're gonna jump out and we're gonna get them together. I'm like, you got it, man. I'm here to protect you just so you know, okay? I will take care of you. I will fight for you against these SWAT team members. So we immediately bust in the door. He kicks in. I hear him, this little kid, screaming, ah, ah, 
he got screamed like, oh my gosh. And I was just completely already riddled with bullets. I was like, I, I'm sorry, I can't. So I turned around and walked the other way because I just didn't want any part of that. So that kid was out, but you know what? I lived to see another day. And uh, yeah, so that was, a, that was a struggle in its own right. So that was airsoft. Um, and that was really my whole experience. But I can't wait to go again, man. There's something addicting about just putting yourself in the zone. And sure, I died. And sure, I know that I wouldn't be any good at actual combat. But there's something satisfying of just, just being out there on your own. And yeah, um, actually, you know what? Maybe I won't go again. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But anyways, that was my experience, guys. And that's all I have to share with you, I think, today on the podcast. Um, that was my airsoft experience. The health, the freaking set. That's that's really all I have for you today. Um, I again, I need to start doing some more practice podcasts so I can kind of just spit some more stuff out, and whether it's not actual material or not, that we can just kind of talk and see what happens. Um, I love you guys so much. Love everybody out in the world. Thanks so much for tuning in. Keep smiling. Have a great day, and I'll see you in the next one. Peace. <laughs> ow, ow, ow. <laughs>